Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. Everybody, I am Michael, and I just learned how to say a word in Danish. And in Danish, <laughs> like how you? <laughs> he almost said Scottish. He yeah, almost said Scottish. I'm John. <laughs> and uh, and I'm Andrew, and I really hope Michael, you know how to say a few words in Danish, not Scottish. Um, the welcome to the Toy Rewind <laughs> podcast. This is just a little place where the three of us like to get together, talk about toy lines from our childhood, and these toys. We, we're going to get a history lesson on these guys. So um, it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about how they got created, talk about how they ended up on the shelves and maybe in your households. Uh, this week, we rewind back to the 1950s. That's a good jump. So this is back like when mom and dad were born. Dad, yep. Yeah. So jump all the way back that. We're going to talk mom? about treasure trolls, treasure which trolls. were uh, created by Thomas Dam. Okay. And released by his company, Damn Things. So, actually, well, treasure trolls aren't his. Well, yeah, these are just trolls. Aces, aces, treasure yes. trolls. Yes, so, but I'm sure they will come up. The damn trolls is who what we're talking about. The damn trolls. <clears throat> yeah. It's four. <laughs> How do you have that many, John? Because I said it, he said it, and you said it. You're already at four. I said it once, and he said it a couple more times. I think there was another one in there. <laughs> Let's go with eight now. All right, we're at eight apparently. We'll see how far. We'll see if we can keep up with this. This is going to um, be like this is going to be like that scene in Vegas Vacation where they take the damn tour and get the 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 damn tour guide and yeah, all that kind of stuff. So, I don't even. I've lost count. I can't even tell. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at 10 now, but I believe we're going to lose count on this one. Before right. we get into all things trolls, uh, John, do your thing. All right. So check our website out over at the toyrewindpodcast.com. And you can also check us out at crossthestreamsmedia.com. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast toy at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all toyrewindpod. Facebook and YouTube is toyrewindpodcast. Uh, make sure you're paying attention so you can see when we're going to stream some toy box showcases when we get a chance. Uh, we do those to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And of course, if you want to play along with a little game, as we talked about last week, you can always join in and do the podcast bingo over at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind and see how many times you can get a bingo. If you can get a bingo, hopefully you do. Uh, if you're playing along, if you do, let us know so we can uh, probably send you a sticker or something. Uh, and then keep up for our collector showcases as we do those. Uh, I think we're looking for once a month right now uh, with our uh, friends over at the Geek Together channel on Twitch. We do have one. We're still trying to get a, a, a an exact date, but it's coming up in the next week or so, um, hopefully. Uh, first part of January is what we're shooting for. So next 10 days, uh, I promise. We'll have something. Um, so look forward to that. We're going to talk about some movie memorability on that one. Um, all right. Well, uh this is first episode of 2022. John's opened up candy. 
And uh, are you going to eat that on on the on the show, John? I might. You may eat that. You <laughs> don't smack. Bag of Reese's. Make sure you don't smack. That's not a good thing. Et's uh, favorite Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Okay. Fun fun stuff for Reese's. Um, by the way, these are really cool. <laughs> I know. I just got them. I just got me one. I got me a pin, a Toy Rewind pin. About time. Yeah. I've been um, in my truck to give to him. I just hadn't seen him. <laughs> also, um, I don't know if we talked about this on here, but I do have the all's Christmas present that you've got to come get at some point. Right. So your Toy Rewind album covers that I've printed for the three of us. So you know, I guess I'll need to find an album to put into. The, well, just so you know, this is not a 12 inch; it's a 10 inch. So you're gonna have to find a special album. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. I made it more complicated. You're not even going to be able to find any way to hang it up. You're just going to have to figure that out. So <laughs> you need to do that. Um, I'm trying to think what else we have. Do we have anything? No, I don't think we do. We just jump right into. Rewind and uh, go with it. You said it, not me, John. I was waiting for you to press a button because you said it. No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's rewind. <laughs> and I was waiting for y'all to do so I can... All right, Professor. Talk. Okay, there we go. Now I can do my thing. <laughs> All right, so these were uh, created in the late 1950s uh, by Thomas Dam, who was a bakery turned, or actually he was a baker, fisherman, woodcutter turned toy maker. Um, he did a lot of things to make money for his family. Um, and so um, he was a baker mostly. And then the local flour factory closed down, uh, which uh, kind of put a, a kink in his plan. So he had to f find something else to do to provide for his family. Uh, so Thomas Dam shoveled snow to make money to provide for his family while trying to figure out what the next career was going to be. So uh, just imagine just having to shovel snow to make money. So, um, but it's it was not that bad. I promise. It's not that bad to shovel snow. Oh. Yeah. No, we don't get any snow here anyway. Well, so. We wouldn't know we get more ice here than snow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's not that bad as long as it's just pure snow, like good snow. It moves pretty easily, so it's not yeah, that bad. That doesn't happen here. No, no. Um. So, uh. So during his time in between shoveling snow at, when he was at home, he sat by his fireplace and carved wood. Uh, most of these carvings were funny little characters for his kids. Um, now I saw two different stories of how these trolls started to become more like trolls, these little figures that he was carving. Um, but I think by looking at it, it kind of, they probably coincide with, with each other. Uh, that could happen at the same time. So I'll give both stories and then you can see where they could possibly fit together. And then, uh, by the time the trolls started making headway uh the story kind of those stories merge into the same story so um so uh uh so the the first uh story that that was there uh, uh or one story that uh he carved a doll for his daughter for christmas because he didn't have enough money to buy gifts um other children saw his doll that he that he made for the kids i mean made for his daughter and they immediately wanted one as well uh so she was out there with her doll. It was a wood doll. It didn't wasn't really a doll doll. It was a wood figure. And then all the other kids wanted one as well. So 
so he started making them for the kids as well. Uh, so the second story states that uh, his wife persuaded him to try and sell the figures that he made. Uh, so I guess with the popularity of the kids and stuff, she saw where they could actually make some money off of it or something. So uh, she encouraged him to do that. Um, that so, way, and that's how it always works. Yeah. Somebody does something cool and somebody's like, hey, we can make money off that. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, so... Uh, so Thomas picked up his his as many as he could, and he traveled to the nearest big city, Alborg, uh, which was uh, one of, which one of he the words. was from. He was the, the city he was from. This is the word I just learned is Fjol is the is the little town he's from. It's right in the middle. We looked at the map. It's right in the middle of Denmark. But uh, so he picked up, went to the next big city that was close, called Alborg. Um, so his idea was he would go door to door to sell this, these little figures that he made. Uh, and then he ended up coming home empty handed. So he sold every one that he took. Uh, so they, they, they were very popular uh, with people. People just love those things. And, and you got to remember, that's just all wood. So it's not, not like the troll dolls that we know now. So uh, now the story, those two different stories, you, know, you kind of see where it might have intertwined with each other. Uh, but they weren't mentioned at the same time in any of the articles I found. So, uh, but, uh, but where the story, both of them kind of merged together is that uh, the figurines that he, that he made was starting to find fandom. You know, people started wanting more and more. Um, so uh, the area customers began to commissioning him for bigger projects uh, and, before long, shoveling snow became a thing of the past, and, and Thomas Dam became became working a working sculptor whose success uh, started to reach out past Denmark's borders. Uh, so people got word of how good of a sculptor he was, and uh, and it just grew. You know, his business just grew that way. Uh, in 1956, uh, he was hired by a Swedish department store uh, to create a large sculpture of Santa Claus. Uh, when finished with the display, he realized that the Santa was hard to see from the street. Uh, so he proposed uh, to use the company window dis display uh, to make some Christmas elves, which was similar to the dolls that figurines dolls that he was making out of wood. Um, so what he did was he used uh, mattress springs and he had this little contraption with, with wood, a little wooden contraption. It would actually bounce the, the springs up and down. And the little dolls or figures would kind of bounce, and it looked like they were waving um, or or bouncing up and down, like "Hey, hey," you know. Uh, and he called them the, the Christmas uh, Christmas elves. Uh, now these were almost the almost looking like the trolls that we know now. Uh, but the store, because of this, the store was flooded with customer requests to buy the dolls. So again, people were starting to love these little figures, and and just wanted more and more of them. So, I mean, if you don't, if, if you have something in your window, people are going to want it. Yeah. And if you don't have it, it's false advertising. Yeah. So uh, Thomas had to tweak the design to be able to keep up with production because it took a lot of time and money uh, to, carve. To, to make to make a wooden doll, you know, to carve it. Um, and by hand, he was doing it by hand. Every one that he made was done by hand. Uh, so he had switched to a rubber mold. And then it filled it up with wood shavings. And he had plenty of wood shavings around, probably. 
<laughs> so, um, so did he say why he filled it with wood shavings? Uh, just because it needed to be filled with something, and I'm sure he had plenty of shavings around. I guess. I guess it's not a hard, hard rubber. No, it was a softer was rubber, like a soft rubber. Was. So it had to be yeah. filled with something. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So it's so almost it wasn't, like um, it wasn't a solid, solid like Stretch figure. Armstrong type. Yeah. Maybe not stretchy so. like that, but like you know, malleable. Yeah. That's the word, yeah. malleable. Yeah. Big word. Um, and then he used for the for the hair. He used sheep wool. Uh, to uh, dyed sheep wool for the hair, you know, this is the first time that he actually used something like that because it was all wood before, you know, it was just wood from hair to toe. So, uh, so by 1959, uh, Adam established a small factory, and in 1961, he switched to an even more efficient product uh, production process using the same PVC plastic that trolls are made of today. So 1961 was the first um, time that he used what it kind of stuck around all the way up till now. Um, so, and in between that time, from the time he made the uh, the little Christmas elves in that uh, that Christmas display he built for the department store, up till 1959 when he changed the thing, uh, he it, the Christmas elves weren't exactly like the trolls now, and he kind of finesse that to make them look more like what you know now um, in between those those few years there so um so uh during this time you know his company was growing and he named the company damn things is the name of the company so <laughs> i think we're like 15 yeah so we used <laughs> he just used his name uh so by 1962 the troll dolls had become an international sensation uh, with several factories spanning from all the way from New Zealand to Florida. So, I mean, he got started in 59, and then by 1962, he was global. So that was three years that that, that company just grew like wildfire. So it was, it's just crazy. Uh, so by the time they were sold in the U.S., the trolls, uh, which Thomas uh, had named Good Luck Trolls, is what he was calling his, um, the, the U.S. trolls were called Wishnicks uh, and encouraged children to rub their, their trolls' colorful hair for good fortune. So, uh, and, and being used in the, being sold in the U.S., there was only, there was one company that, that had uh, official licensing to, to sell those here in, in the U.S., and that was uh, uh, Unita was the name of this company. So, Unita. And not That's 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 unique. You yeah. need a you need a troll call. <laughs> you, yeah, just like that. First so. time we've heard that company too. You yeah, that's the first time. Um, you, you need they, a. They were around for a while. I haven't looked up the company themselves. See what all, but they they were around. They've been around for quite a while. You know what so. you need, Michael? You need to do a company profile. <laughs> I do. Next time I you need it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, that might be in the future on something else. Uh, so 1964, Americans purchased more than a million trolls that year, uh, which prompted Damn Things to purchase Iceland's entire harvest of wool for for use of the troll hair. Wow. So it, they, they, that was, that's crazy. They bought the whole uh, harvest from that whole country, you know, Iceland's complete harvest just for troll doll hair. Interesting. Yeah. 
another thing in Scandinavian mythology, trolls are not good creatures. They're pretty mischievous and troublemakers. Um, they're not good at all. Uh, but Thomas Dam's design exaggerated those evil-looking features uh, that they look like, and then made this troll so ugly that they're cute. Uh, that's yep. That's and uh, he once said, "This is a quote from from Thomas Dam himself." Uh, those trolls were so ugly you couldn't help but laugh, and when you laugh, good luck follows you. So, okay. So just just laugh all the time. Just have a good time. Uh, I mean, I so, usually laugh when I see John. You say John, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> all right. So during the Troll Dolls heyday, there was, like I said, there was only one company licensed to sell official damn trolls in the U.S. That's Unita. Uh, but because of a gap in the U.S. copyright law at the time of the, at the time, competitors exploited the gap and pumped out uh, similar dolls made with cheaper materials. So people started just ripping it off and just making troll dolls left and right. All these different companies uh, because of this this gap, uh, which was but you know by the time uh, Thomas Dam ob obtained a U.S. copyright. Uh, Unita had already sold countless trolls and which put them in the public domain. So if they would have waited until this copyright was was obtained, then it, they would all, they would have had exclusive right. They would have been the only company. Nobody else could 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 produce any. Uh, but because they did this before he got the copyright, they were just out there and everybody else started copying them and, and doing whatever and making their own. So uh which kind of hurt sales for them because they were cheaper because people were using cheaper material and stuff. Uh, but there was all, there was a whole bunch of different, different companies making uh, troll dolls here in the U S uh, by that time. So they were everywhere. Yeah, they were, they were big. Uh, I was talking to mom earlier. She said she had several uh, when she was growing up, when she was a little, little kid. So, um, so by did the nineteenth, uh, what was that? Did you say what color their original hair colors were dyed to? No, it just said that it was dyed uh, wool that they used. I don't know all the the colors they had originally. White, black, and up. orange. White, black, and orange. Okay, they were the three okay. original colors for the hair. Okay, good to know. That's what we're here for. <laughs> uh, so, all right. <clears throat> By the 1970s, interest in the troll dolls started to fade. Uh, but two decades after their heyday, a couple named Stephen and Eva Stark debuted the Norfin line of trolls. Uh, these were officially licensed damn trolls, but came with a new range of facial expressions uh, designed to encourage collecting. Um, so they kind of saw this. These came out. These were debuted, debuted in the 1983 uh, New York Toy Fair. So this couple realized, hey, we can put these back out there, make different expressions on their faces, uh, different color hair, um, all different kind of things. And they could they they know they knew the, the, the routine to, to make something collectible. So everybody wants to collect every one of them. Uh, so nostalgia took over and the troll dolls had a new life throughout the 80s and 90s. Uh, with the uh, copyright issue still unresolved, unlicensed doll continued to be made 
Um, like Andrew said, the Treasure Trolls, Aces Treasure Trolls came out during the 80s. Um, these added a rhinestone belly button called a Wishstone. Um, another, another company. Yeah, Andrew's got one there. Another company, um, another big company that came out with some was Hasbro. Uh, they got into it with their Battle Trolls. So these were like um, wrestling type. They, they kind of looked like uh, uh, Masters of the Universe figure trolls in troll form. So they were big, muscular looking looking uh, trolls. So uh, there was another line called Stone Protectors. Uh, this one wasn't around very long. Uh, and then Blue Bluebird Toys from the UK had their own version in their Mighty Max line uh, called Harry Heads. Or they also called them dreadheads, is what they called those. Um, and even uh, even the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had their own version of the troll dolls. <laughs> They're disturbing. Yes, they yeah, are. they kind of are, yeah. <clears throat> so, hey, look at the turtles with this troll face and the fluffy hair on their head. So, ultimately, ultimately in 1994, the Uruguay Round Amendment Act... Uh, fixed the gap in the copyright law uh, that was there for what 40 years just about um, and that that affected the damn trolls in the US and by 19 uh, by 1996 damn things managed to restore its troll doll copyright um, the bad thing is about this is Thomas Dam didn't get to see this because he passed away in 1989 um and didn't get to see this problem solved for his company so uh his his family his kids and stuff that were running the family or the the business uh, got to see this but he didn't get to see this uh one of the most popular non-damn troll lines was the russ berry line of dolls uh although russ berry had sold troll dolls since 1963 uh, they agreed to stop selling them in 2004 following a lengthy copyright infringement lawsuit brought by damn things uh so they actually carried on years after this agreement uh this act was was made and finally they were they, the, the lawsuit finally warmed down enough where they stopped producing them i mean uh, why not if you can keep going and you're making money yeah i mean the the rust berry ones was were i think that those were the ones that were just about everywhere um other than the the damn uh line of them so uh, it's uh, more than likely what we see around here is probably going to be those, the, the, the small version of them. Yeah. So uh, 2005 DIC Entertainment was licensed the brand and produced products such as fashion dolls and accessories under the name Trolls uh, with the Z, T-R-O-L-L-Z. Uh, the new Trolls line was unsuccessful and the Dam Company filed a lawsuit claiming DIC had financially misrepresented at the trolls by destroying the image and goodwill of the doll. So they didn't they didn't succeed. They changed the name of it. They yeah and and uh, the company did not uh, did not like that because it didn't even succeed. So it kind of made things worse. Um, so they uh, like I said they filed a lawsuit on them as well. So, uh, so April was Andrew. 
Oh, no, I said, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So in April of 2013, DreamWorks Animation acquired the intellectual property of the Troll franchise from the Damn Family and Damn Things and became the worldwide licensure except for Scandinavia, where Damn Things remains the licensure and continues to produce troll dolls. So, so they, just in Scandinavia. Just in Scandinavia. So everywhere else around the world, uh, whatever's made now is done by DreamWorks Animation. And they bought that so they can make that. They made the movie Trolls movie. And then, you know, just last year they had uh, the Trolls World Tour was the other movie that just came out. The second one? Yeah, the second one. So, and I think I there's a there's a cartoon. I mean, there's the 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 first movie, and there's the second movie. I think there's a mm -hmm. cartoon. I think there was a cartoon with the trolls with a Z, and it it didn't work very good. Well, no, I, I think there's a I think DreamWorks has a cartoon. The DreamWorks have one too. Okay. After basically after that that second movie. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it must be pretty recent then. So, um. They had a few accessories throughout the years with these, several accessories throughout the years. Um, a few that I wrote down from the 1960s, I found a, an ad for a Sears and the Sears catalog. Um, they have, well, they had the Wish Nick Trolls. Uh, they were 65 cents. This was 1966 is what year this is. 1966? Uh, yeah, so the Wish Nick Troll doll was 65 cents. Uh, they had a prehistoric model home furnished with tr in true troll decor. Um, it looks like a little little suitcase that the front folds down. Inside, you got a little little house thing with the fireplace, little chairs, and made out. Of, it looks like uh, like Flintstones top furniture is what it looks like. So, so sixty five uh, cents, nineteen sixty six is uh, five dollars and eight cents today. Wow. That's okay, so this so this little home that they have, and it's exclusive only to Sears. It's two ninety nine was the price on this. Two ninety nine. Yeah, that's gonna be like fifteen bucks. Twenty five sixty five. Twenty five sixty five. All right, and then they also had several little um, sets with uh, with clothing and stuff like that for them. They had a troll dress up set, uh, career dress ups, and then a housewife set. Uh, then they had Sportnik sets with four outfits uh, and a troll doll. Um, the, the 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 clothing sets were a dollar sixty seven a piece, and the sport one with the doll itself was three seventy seven. Three seventy seven. So that's like fifteen bucks and thirty two dollars. Some of those mm -hmm. interesting prices. Yeah. And then they, there was another one. They had a miniature troll village. It had twelve mini trolls in it. It was three ninety nine for that set. Yeah, so you're looking at another twenty five bucks there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, it's it's interesting how much inflation has cost those things to like the prices on this. Yeah, exactly. So, so I do want to I want to talk about the different trolls. Uh, mm -hmm. So I have two here. That are treasure trolls. So these are Ace. Um, mm -hmm. These are these are Jude's, my son. So they've seen better days. Um, I don't know what year they're from. The one in the pink is named Trolley, right? That's, that's, that's 
That's the I one Rainy, Rainy gave him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think this is Trolley, and I think this is Troll Troll. Okay. Um, they both have. Oh, I think they both have the same. Uh, no, no. See, Trolley has a star, a blue star, but they're both blue. Mm -hmm. um, but they don't have years on them. Um, it just has the Ace Novelty Company ink made in China on the back of the neck. You probably can't wow. see it. Um, and then also on the on the foot, but it does not have a year. <laughs> and I wish I could find out what year these are from. There's no way to find out though, really. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I didn't see anything about when when the years and stuff came out. It just said the time frame. He also has this guy, which has a, a mohawk. He got a mohawk. Yeah, he's got a mohawk. Um, and troll blood. And, <laughs> and those are um, those are larger trolls too, aren't they? Yeah, these are larger trolls. These are not the small ones. This mm -hmm. one. Oh, yeah, it says Russ on the bottom. So, yeah, there was there was a lot of different companies making these back uh, from the 60s all the way through the 80s. So, I mean, you could, like I said, that copyright uh, gap that was in there, just uh, yeah. the license I, was, was just I, for them. I never realized that they were all different companies really making them. Yeah. Um. I just really kind of assumed it was all kind of the same company, you know, because you just see them out there. Yeah. Um, I never paid that much attention to realize that they were all different. Mm -hmm. So um, apparently John's showing us on screen. If you're watching, <laughs> you're seeing it. If you're not. Um, so, and this is, I was just kind of running through and I found some facts on them, but uh, this is Betty Miller. She is the first pilot female pilot to fly solo across the Pacific Ocean. All right. And her one passenger was a damn it doll troll. Well, her, it was it was a damn troll, but his name was damn it. Right. Yeah. So, that's what she named it. And then uh, and he's sitting there next to she's standing there next to JFK and she's right. holding the, the troll doll. Yeah. Stuck the troll doll when she was invited to the uh, White House. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, I thought that was pretty yeah, you know, that's that's off the wall fact. Yeah, you know, nice <laughs> you know, she nice she took thing. it she took it with her on the flight uh, for good luck too. Right. So that's that's what they were for. So good she luck. must have she was rubbing its head like yeah. his hair to get that good luck because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I let's let's talk about the movies real quick. The new movies. Have you have you? I know John, you've seen them. I've seen, I haven't seen them. Are the first one trolls. You seen the first one? Have you seen the first one, Michael? No, I haven't seen, seen either one. They're actually pretty fun movies. I was when we watched them. I was like, the kids wanted to see them. Whatever. I heard they were um, good movies. Yeah, but they're they're fun movies. the The music aspect from them is just on point. Like yeah. they do a they do a great job with with the music, the dancing, all of it, and it makes it fun. Well, um, the, and then because the first one's all like pop music. And yeah, the the, the, all the music. The main character, the main boy character in both of them is is uh, voiced by Justin Timberlake, isn't he? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, I mean, obviously, there's lots of pop music in it. 
but yeah, the right. second one bringing in all the different like version or uh, genres that they bring in um i thought it was pretty good i thought it was good you know i haven't um, heard i haven't watched the second one so well you're missing out yeah. you're missing out john I'd say I'd say if you haven't seen him, you should check it out. I wouldn't I would pay to see it, but you know, mm-hmm. maybe you can see it for free. I don't know if it's on anything. I don't know. It is. You should, you should check it out. So, um, obviously, you said mom had some, and mm-hmm. um, I've got these here. Uh, do you guys remember these? Like us growing up? Yeah, I had I had a few of them. Um, but I always cut their hair off and gave them a flat tops is what I did. <laughs> so, and I've got, I still have them too. They're just, uh, they're just buried in my closet back there. I hadn't, I tried to dig, was going to get them out, but I got, I got busy and never got a chance to. Um, yeah. If you actually get those dug out, I'd like to see them. Cause I remember I had a bunch, I, I mm-hmm. you know, I had friends. I like, these were things were everywhere. Yeah. Um, friends had them. Um, they they were at schools. They were they were everywhere. Yeah, they were big. You know, they were huge around the early nineties. You know, which is one thing I don't. Early nineties is where I remember most of them being. I don't remember them not being all one specific company or anything. Hmm. But then I never paid attention to that at that point. You know. No, they they had like pencil toppers, and I mean they were everywhere. Excuse yeah. me. Sorry. So, yeah, John, you remember? Yeah, some of them. I think there's keychains and stuff too. We had keychains. So, I remember do have. I do remember having them. I do remember Michael seeing them all over the house with the flat tops instead of the He's, long hair. The hair doesn't last long when it's just like he has a sideways side or mohawk kind of because it's just pulled up. Uh, but and yeah, so- when they get moved around, they don't last. It doesn't last too too long. Yeah, some of some of the companies that produced them have shorter hair. Some of them have really long hair. Uh, that one that I was looking that we're talking about that was in that Sears uh, advertisement from 1966. Uh, the picture they had of it, it was all slicked back and and combed down. So yeah, I mean they just throughout the years, it's just different hairstyles and and stuff. So <laughs> so interesting. So you have something funny, John? Yeah, I was just reading this. Uh, when was this? this is, I guess 2020 or something. Hasbro removing troll doll trolls doll from stores after complaints of an inappropriately placed button. Toy maker Hasbro says it's removing a trolls doll from the store shelves after people complained that the button on the troll was inappropriately placed under its skirt. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> just kind of. Um, I mean, it's right on the belly. Still, I so com- I completely lost what I was gonna say. John. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, we talked about the movie. I was talking about these. Um, going back, uh, back to the '90s, there was a troll doll that was featured in the 1995 uh, Toy Story movie. The yes. original Toy Story. There was. Uh, there was and its yeah. sequel. And the sequel, sequel had one. Uh, yeah. Toy Story 2 had it one in there, too. So, um, obviously, you know, big Funko fan. Uh, Funko did some trolls. Mm-hmm. And I know this is not one of the... So, their their medium is obviously vinyl 
plastic PVC, this plastic that we mm-hmm. have so much of it behind me, um, and paint, right? Mostly. Yeah. But they started, and I know this probably isn't the first time that they've done different mediums mixed in with that. And I know um, on their pins, their larger uh, enamel pins, like my bat, I have a Batman right here mm-hmm. that has like leather as part of it. So they're, they're used to different mediums put together. The trolls, I think were at least some of the first ones that they actually had hair. Um, yeah. There were, they had the 10 inch, they actually have hair. They did rainbow. Um, and I think they did all the like orange, blue, red, yellow, like you could get all the different solid colors, but they also had a rainbow one. So, yeah. Rainy, Rainy has the rainbow one. It's just had the rainbow one. Yeah. So those are those, that's kind of cool to me that they actually went and did the hair on those and didn't mm-hmm. just, you know, make a mold, you know, paint it or whatever. So, yeah. I'm still, nice. I'm still amazed that they sold so many back in the uh, mid sixties that they had to buy everything that Iceland uh, produced on, on wool that year. That is pretty good. Like yeah. that's wow. All, that's the, all this, the sheep skin that they produced, <laughs> they had to, they had to buy the whole company's worth. So, Iceland's just like, we're, we, we, they need it all. We need it all. All right, let me. Um, I need to pull. Let me share this. Share this window because we got to share it every time we do this, so we can rank our trolls on our list. So, Michael, where do you rank troll dolls? Uh, with those there, I'm gonna put it number one with those four. Trolls. Number one. Number one. I'm not surprised. Uh, John. Put it number three. Number three. Right in the middle. That's actually that's the same place I was going. Um, <laughs> I mean, these are huge. These are these are big. They're awesome. Um, but I kind of personally like the board games and the bad balls and, yeah. and stuff more. These, I guess if there was more, maybe if I knew the whole story behind it as I was growing up, maybe these would be a little better to me. And I know they hit different people different places, but, you know, I think they're cool just... Not, not my cup of tea for everything. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's all right, right? Yeah, that's right. We all right. That? It's all, all right. right. Well, we've got that. That's our rankings. Hopefully, um, I, I bet these do decently well, and depending on who they get matched up against in their matchup, I bet these do decently well. Yeah. When um, we get our our next oh, yeah, bracket the next going group. together, yeah, yeah. People, Unless, everybody knows these. Yeah, sure. unless they get matched up against like Super Nintendo, they'll make it through the set first round at least. <laughs> yeah, um, and no hints that Super Nintendo is coming out on this round or anything. Just wanted to throw that out there. So, <laughs> all right, what else? Anything, anything else on Troll Dolls? No, I just uh, they're. I mean, as long as they've been around, you know, since nineteen fifty nine, the the original Troll Dolls hit. You know, um, you know, Thomas Dam was using them. Was was carving these things out before, and then he kind of fine tuned it to what we know now, and it it just hit, and it was a huge success. Like I said, it took three years from from when he started first selling them to to being global. You know, having factories in 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 the U.S., New Zealand. You know, he had his factories there in Denmark. Um, it was you know, it's just crazy that it didn't take long at all for those things to explode and they were big for for 
10, 15 years. And then about 10 years, they were uh, dormant. And then they came out again. And for another 20 years, they were, they were huge. And now they're, you know, with this, the movies, the troll movies from DreamWorks, what they're doing with it is it, it hasn't really gone away. No, so, it's, it's something that's definitely coming, you know, back into, back into the fold or it's been kind of there. It's just like, just barely outside. Like, because I mean, they've always been around. It's been 60 yeah. years, you know. Yeah, it's right. been that long. I'm I'm really, I mean, and I guess I knew that the original ones were carved, but um, I I really thought he was like, you know, he carved 10 or 15, then he, you know, starts making them out of PVC, the, the pla- or the rubber, like you mentioned. But uh, I didn't realize he made so many out of wood, mm-hmm. hand-carved and everything. That's That's kind of crazy to me. Yeah. I bet his hands hurt. I, I imagine he got, got pretty tired of sitting there carving the same thing over and over after a while. <laughs> I think but I wonder if, you if, enjoyed, he had an, if he enjoyed it doing it and it paid the bills or whatever, then yeah. Then, yeah I wonder right. if he had an assembly line. Like, did he have like five in front of him and he would carve an ear on this one, then an ear on this one, this, or did he draw all of one? Then, you know, I wonder how he did I, it. I don't know, but it hadn't been better than shoveling snow. I don't know. I'd probably shovel snow before doing this. <laughs> Having shoveled snow quite a few times now in my life, I would shovel snow before I did this. If you could, um, if you could do this and sit by the fireplace instead of out shoveling snow, I, um, do he was he was inside doing this fruit for hours and hours and hours. It takes you twenty minutes to shovel snow, and that's if you have a large driveway. <laughs> right. um, so, and I know I guess he was shoveling snow for like a, for money. So he was doing it a lot, but you know, yeah. just, just my thought, I'd rather shovel snow. Um, all right. Well, with that, um, remember to stay tuned to our social networks. Um, be sure you go check out um, the geek together social networks also, because that's where we post when we are going to do our toy collector showcases. Toy, Yeah. Our collector showcases, not our toy box showcases. Yeah. Uh, well, our toy box showcases may be there too. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, we do them all over the place every every time. So be sure you're following those social medias because that's where you're going to know when we're going to do things. Um, also, check out Geek Together every Saturday night. Or I don't want to say every Saturday night. Those guys get busy sometimes. Most Saturday nights, they're on live on Twitch. So that's uh, twitch.tv slash Geek Together. You can find it on the social medias. I promise it's there. Um, also, check out Cross the Streams Media and all of our partner, sister, brother podcasts. I don't know what they are anymore. Uh, things like the Dortsman, the SDS guys, the Secondary Heroes, Three Beers and a Mic, the Movie Gap, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast, Front Row Negative, The Art of the Boar, and Beering Ain't Easy. You can find all those at crossthestreamsmedia.com um, or it's Cross the Streams Media on Twitter and CTS Media on Instagram, or maybe it's reversed. We should really put that in the notes, John. Um, as to which one which Um, whichever one it is if you look up across the streams media you will find it Um, lots of good stuff going on there Um, I know we're going to be doing some other crossovers with them pretty soon so um, lots of stuff so while you're at crossstreamsmedia.com find our page you can leave us a voicemail we'll play that here on the podcast and you can be on the podcast because everybody can be on the podcast it's pretty easy 
Um, and uh, leave us an iTunes rating and review right there. Or you can go to iTunes and do it. Um, it really helps us because it pushes it. It when you review us and you say we know what we're talking about, Apple takes that into consideration. And then when other people are looking for toy podcasts, we pop up for them. So yeah. even though we don't know what we're talking about half the time, then you can still say we do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> if you if you do say good things about us, you may get stickers or pins sent to you. You never know. Um, maybe I should put mine on my hat. John, should I put mine on my hat like you? What's up to you? I can be cool like you. Can I be cool like you, John? Uh, Michael's not. Obviously, doesn't have his pin on his hat. Um, I don't know how you do that. Does it not stick you? No. You don't even know where it's at. <laughs> it's just, it's like it sits up there, but like Jackson and them put them. Jackson's got his over on the side right there. So. See, this would be too tight for me here if I put it here. That's why mine's here, but it's I don't know. not really where my head is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, may, I don't know if I can do it. And this has been an episode of Hat Talk. Hat yeah. Talk. Hat Talk with John and Andrew. Um, <laughs> Michael's the, the he's got a crooked hat over there. Are all your hats crooked? I think they're all crooked. Okay. Maybe you got a crooked, got a crooked head. head. <laughs> I, think, I think my head's crooked, yeah. It's always crooked. <laughs> so if you find this one and you see this picture, let me know. But I'll take it as a gift. It's worth about 700 bucks. That's it? Just 700 Just 700 Just that one with the white hair. Oh, just that one with the white hair. You want to look <laughs> at the, the white hair. Hand-knitted, crocheted, or whatever. So if you find it, if you find a troll with white hair and it's got some hand knitted stuff, let John know. He'll purchase it from you no, um, for about a dollar. <laughs> for about a dollar fifty. Um, so that's what that's what it's for. All right. Anything you guys want to add before we sign out? Nope. I'm good. No. I'm all trolled out. You're all trolled out. Okay. Thank, that was just long enough for me to find the outro music and the little list. So that's what I was looking for. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then I hope you enjoyed this. Hope you enjoyed Trolls. Go leave us a rating and, re and review or something. Um, and uh, share this podcast with your friends and your family, maybe on social media. You know, it's free to you and priceless to us. So thanks, Alex. <laughs> all right. On behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind Podcast, play on. <laughs> You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at ToyRewindPodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.